you, 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 baby. What's up? What's going on, baby? Not much. Coming in here. I'll tell you what. I, I want to poll. What? How many people like the sound of me eating? I'm not eating, that. by the way. And uh, I'm just finishing something up. Yeah, when, when I, I want to take a poll of our listeners, you can call in at 215-609-4301. And this isn't anything for a sweet dog or what oh. he's doing, but I was just thinking when people come into a movie theater and bring like Jamaican food in <laughs> and stuff like that. Who's ever done? Who's you ever seen? You seen someone do that? I've been in the theater and people yeah. come in, it stinks up the whole theater. Yeah, you don't like the smell of the jerk wings. I do, but when you're in a, th- it's not a theater smell. Oh yeah, so, you know oh, what I mean. It's not a radio station smell. Uh, no, I don't mind it here. Are you gaslighting me? No, I don't mind it oh. here. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm just saying it. it just reminds oh, me. Oh, like when someone fries fish or something. Like this isn't supposed to be. I shouldn't smell this. Someone microwaves fish. No, but if it's at your house, but I'm saying at a movie theater, a movie theater is supposed to smell a certain way. It's supposed to smell like air it's conditioning. It's not supposed to smell like General So's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. supposed to smell like, um, like hot dogs. Yeah, like I'm, Al- I'm gonna Al- call you out because you came. We went and saw Deadpool. You had like, no, nah, wait, no, nah, Bassem got the hoagie. <laughs> Remember Bassem had a whole yeah. hoagie in his. Yeah. Uh, he was wild. <laughs> My man was wild. Yeah, but it was a cold hoagie. Oh, what? He's an access card? No, 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 no. He doesn't get them toasted when he goes to Walmart? No, he didn't get that one because I paid for everything. Oh. I, I'm not getting all kinds of hot hoagies and getting that kind the of stuff. Stuff leaking everywhere. Yeah. But the but they to- they could toast it, though. That's what I'm saying. It'll bring the smell out a little bit. Yeah. He didn't get it toasted. Oh. But Basim is a very big... He is a very... Like minimal guy, yeah, you know. So, I, I, my I bad for derailing you. Yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, but but my thing is, is like, and, and I, I'm not against sneaking food in. Oh no, it's not, a, it's not about the sneaking. Yeah, the food. I, I it's about what you sneak in. It's about what you sneak in, and, and there's no. supposed to be like an overall. There, there's like a kind of smell and odors that go with certain. Yeah, like like if you smell like a very heavy like mint smell in a movie theater, you wouldn't be like, what was that? Yeah. But if I came through and again, like fish is usually one because it stands out so much. It's like, did someone like eat a you eat a fish hoagie before you came in here, man? You yeah, smell crazy. And and I and I don't want it doesn't even it's not even I don't I love the smell of Jamaican food. It I, just doesn't make sense. I love the smell of General So's. Yeah, I love the smell that of burritos. Good, that brings back good memories, huh? Yeah, I, I, I'm not against these smells. I, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but yeah. the, there are certain. Um, you know I th- what I think is really going on real quick to derail you again as you turn the volume down. Is that you know what you're thinking about is tempta- you're trying to fight your temptations. You're trying to fight your temptation to get general souls when you're supposed to be on keto. No, yeah. <laughs> no, because um, I, I mean, I might be. I, I'm sitting there. I got a family size bag of Swedish fish. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got a Slurpee. Yeah. You know, the, from it's the, 95 degrees, you got cargo pads on. I, I got. You know what I mean? I'm not saying no. It's not anything about my diet. It's about no. bringing. Even, like, I understand people's situations, too. But even on the bus sometimes, uh, it can get a little... The bus is a different one, man. Don't be eating on the bus. You could have... I'm not... Again, don't, you could bring the platter on the bus. Don't bust open the crown fried on the, on the bus, man. Yeah. You know? What you doing? Don't open up the halal platter 
with the extra red sauce. Don't be doing that. I'll be on the bus, man. Uh-huh. At least on the train, it smells. It already smells like piss, so I can't smell, you know. There's some dude, like, two seats over from me on the train ride home yesterday. Man, just start straight eating Cadoba, uh, just, like, right next to me. I'm uh-huh. on and I was, I was I was off the gin and tonic, so I didn't really pay attention. But I'm like, my man, you know that you shouldn't be doing this right now. You know? And why is that? Because you're on the train, man. You know what I used to do when I was a kid, man? Like, let's say... But but what what do you mean you're on the train? You're on the train. That's a na- the train is a nasty place. Mm-hmm. They don't... A power washer probably costs like $300. I, I would imagine that SEPTA probably has like four of them, and they're all used for regional road trips. Like, they don't... Yeah. They don't clean up. They don't clean... The L, the L stuff, or the Broad Street Line, or any buses that go through the hood. Mm-hmm. The new buses, I was on that twenty nine. This guy, it had, lets you know when you're gonna be. Like it has the 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 time. It's gonna be you're gonna be two minutes late. You know, it has a TV in there. It has a TV in the back mm-hmm. where the where the door is. It's like those are they're cleaning those, but the twenty they ain't cleaning the twenty three. My nah. man, they're never gonna clean the twenty three. No. You know, they just did people people a favor. By stopping might get the, the seventeen bus that goes through South Philly, right? It does the seventeen, the two, <laughs> you know, all those jobs that go from basically like a little bit of North Philly straight the to South. Yeah, yeah. Now you know what the K goes through too much of the hood, man. That ends That's up what I'm f- saying the K's not getting. It's never going to get clean. Twenty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. never going to clean the twenty three to XH. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so it's up to us. As but the community, does the XH go? What, what, that goes up Green Street, right? XH goes up. It goes straight to Washington Lane. What what goes up? What's you the might one be, that goes up you Green thinking Street about the turns, H. that turns off of Man- Manheim? Manheim that turns and off Green. of Manheim and Green. It turns on. It, it, no, it, they both turn that way. But then, right when it comes to Washington Lane, and uh, I guess that's Green. The XH will make the right on Washington Lane and go up through that horrible intersection. With yeah, the, and then the H will keep going, going and, straight, and it like it it pops back out around like Mount Pleasant or something. <laughs> yeah, and then it, and then it crosses the half. Yeah, I or maybe took that a couple times seven? to the Allen's Lane Center for Isabella's Ballet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like I don't like that part of. I get north of Johnson Street, man. I'm not. Yeah, but they they don't have. I ballet get this, in I get past. I get past. Uh, man, it's hot in here. It is really hot in here. I think the air works, but I don't. I never touch it. Yeah, you, you want me to check that out when we play some music? Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, check turn, that out. We'll check that out. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know about. Um, how you feel about ballet? Is that a thing where like a parent can like? Are you just on your phone the whole time, or are you like watching and being? Like, no, you're not allowed to really watch. Oh, you just drop you just drop them off and come back. No, you just sit there and wait. But there's not a lot of wire. They don't want the parents looking at the kids while they're doing it because because they're supposed to be preparing, preparing like this special dance. So I'm like, you're, mm. you're ruining the whole thing by watching us practice. Yeah, but don't leave because I'm not. I don't want to be responsible for your kids. Yeah, you don't leave. It's you only like a half a hour to hour. Like, what are people going to do on Mount Air? Like, you have to drive. <laughs> you know, a slice of pizza takes 30 minutes up there. Yeah, Golden Crust kind of sucks. You know what I mean? It's just like, there, there's not, there, like, speed isn't their, like, forte up in that area. It's not. It's a refreshing little, it's like going going in a time machine. Yeah, bit. you know, you have, tw- it's like Portland, Oregon. You know what I mean? You have 20 minutes. <laughs> You have 20 minutes to wait for a cup of coffee. <laughs> Shout out to Zach. Yeah. I would love to live in a town where, like, there's no sense of urgency. Dude. If- it actually might. You know what? I'm taking that back. It might just straight give me anxiety. There's a, like, living in a town where everybody's too chill, you know? Mm-hmm. No one's late for work, you know? Everyone's late for work. 
Oh, because there's no sense of urgency. But they're yeah. too they're too chill and the jobs pay too well and they're just like, I mean, it's cool. You can come. Yeah, but but if you say something like uh, you're not on time, then everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're, they're such so mean to me. <laughs> I was only twenty minutes late. <laughs> I mean, I had to get my coffee. I had coffee uh-huh. is an important part of everyone's day. You don't want me to work unless I have my coffee. You don't want you don't want to see me unless I've had my two morning cigarettes, yeah, and then my coffee, and I've and then Terry, I've the second mm. Terry Gross has finished her first sentence. <laughs> yeah, you you unless I have my CBD out my jewel. <laughs> My yeah, CBD might, nah, oil. nah, nah, chill. I'm, I think I might get into the CBD oils, man. <laughs> I can't mess with the weed. I smoked a little CBD pen and it made me feel good. So I might start doing that. It made you feel good. Yeah, like calm me down. Oh, that's good. It's just I think it's just no THC. Like you can get the yeah. the you can smoke it and it's yeah. like it's just like good for your anxiety, which your boy has a lot of. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah, what's up with that? You think? You think that's just human nature? Just usually yeah, waiting for like I some mean, something it, catastrophic. People to happen. are looking to avoid life, like life's anxiety, and everyone's trying to find ways that isn't yeah. like getting on their dean, yeah. doing their prayers, yeah. doing their yeah, uh, yeah getting up a fodder, getting awareness. Like no one wants to do oh, the speaking, actual. Speaking of, sorry to cut you off again. My young boy, I want to give a shout out to my young boy Hussein, who is severely. My man is on his dean, nineteen years old, just got married. Shout out to him. I forget his girl's name. Uh, mm. Saying Guapo on Instagram. My man just got married. They're like eight, they're like eighteen and nineteen. They're planning a trip to the Mecca this fall. Much much respect to my young brother. Man. Oh, he's making the journey. He's making the journey. Nice. Which I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like birthright, except you don't get the money back. So yeah. like with birthright, you got to give him a thousand dollars up front, and you got to do the same when you go to the Mecca if you're going to tra- travel with groups. But you don't get that money back. But it does pay for a lot of like you get a lot of like a uh, you get like really nice hotel and stuff, and people are really open and welcoming. You think apparently. he's gonna go Malcolm and come back El Haj Malik Shabazz? <laughs> no. I mean, his name is already Hussein. <laughs> he's he's not that far off. Is his first name Barack? Nah, nah. Hussein is his first name. Oh, yeah. No, nah, it's pretty name. crazy that we had a president with the middle name Hussein. Hussein? Yeah. Dog. <laughs> I kind of like that. that. That's the best <laughs> it was part. pretty sick. That's the best part about Barack Obama's really, presidency. It, like, Obama. That we elected a guy named yeah. Barack Hussein Obama. You can say whatever you want about uh, Obama. That he gave away too much welfare. That he was a warmonger like every other president. Yeah. But my man, my man straight became president like seven years after 9-11 with the name Hussein. Yeah. So you got to... My I do my my big thing is Yo, the that freaking is Guantanamo. Oh, Dude, close Guantanamo. You couldn't like I, I wanted he Guantanamo close. He got some, he got some brownie points right before the end of his second term when he started letting out those prisoners when the drug mm-hmm. charges. And, and now it's just like oh, everybody who's smoking small amounts of weed. Now you're good. It's off your face. Like my yeah. man, I just did eight years, yo. <laughs> I need more than that, but I'll take this. Yeah, <laughs> I your phone's ringing. What? Oh, it's Crown Vic. Oh, you want to answer it? No, you can answer it. Oh, answer We're on it. the radio. It's calling at 915. Bye, bye, black sheep. Year. I turned your mic off. So anyway. Oh, cool. I wanted to talk talk to him anyway. His toxic, uh, his toxic masculinity. So uh, we're, we're, I'm going to put on a song. We're going to get uh, Vic in, Vic's in here, and um, 
and I am going to go to music and we'll all get set up. Thanks everyone for listening. I'm going to put on uh, a couple songs here and uh, we'll get back in uh, Sweet Dog, myself, Vinyl Richie, Benny Pendergrass, Waffle House, and Crown Vic. We'll be back. You're listening to Germantown Community Radio, 92.9 FM, WGGTLP, Philadelphia, and online at gtownradio.com. Mic check. You on, Vic? Yep, my mic sounds nice. He's got my mic. You got, I think, on two. Oh, you're on two now? Yeah, I slid slid over because I I think that's unplugged. I don't know what's going on right there. All right. Yeah, we got got Crown Vic in the house. We got Blast God. Yo, yo. Here. (laughs) We got. Man's in the building. We got Scholar Wise. Black Fraser Crane. Yo, sweet dog. Dr. Fraser, the Black Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Gay, Happy Pride Month. It's your boy, Dirt Dog, Skate Dog, Father, the Gingerbread Man. You know what it is. Nico. Spider, Iceman. You know what it is. Blech. Blech. Yeah. Pop the trunk, Unk. This is Waffle House, <laughs> a.k.a. Benny Pendergrass, a.k.a. <laughs> Benny Crocker, <laughs> a.k.a. Vinyl Richie. Yeah, you I know mean, what it is. We're down here in work uptown. Work out only on my wrist with a fifth one jerk bag. Mm, I, I'm outnumbered here. We got two, <laughs> two, two north of Shelton. Yeah. So, uh, no, 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 wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wow. Yeah. Don't disrespect Vic. You know where he's from, bro. Come on, uh, man. He, he lives with the police now. He's oh. Woo-woo. <laughs> 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 well, I don't know. I don't know if the ham radios on, uh, the, what? Mount, the ham radios in Mount Airy can handle all this heat you're dropping <laughs> Wait. To, to officially start the show, man. No, he, right. he's keeping an eye the on them for us. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I've learned so much we, about police officers before they clock yeah. in. It's like it's literally yeah. like the most fascinating thing. See a couple, see a couple key bumps real quick. You know what it is? <laughs> Honestly, it's literally one of these things. Like I, I watch the cars that they drive in with, and it's like some of them are living unfulfilling lives. Like oh, you would think sure. that like a lot of cops are like have well kept cars. Yeah, a lot yeah. of them are driving hoopies that yeah. they would pull over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sure. broken tail light. Broken you know I mean? tail light. Smell like weed. We were talking yeah. about that earlier. Terrible. Yeah. You know they eat, do drugs. They they spend all that money because they're yeah. the shame and guilt they feel. Also, they if you, it, it, I, I really encourage all folks if you do live in in, in inner city and you uh, can can stomach it, drive by a cop parking lot and just see if you can see any cops in the cars just talking themselves up waiting to go into the job. <laughs> yeah. They are like so sad Depressed, with their yeah. lives. They depressed. Yeah, and some of them defend. Some of their defense. Like I'm also depressed, so I can't be. That's fair. That's that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'm also probably clinically depressed. I'm just saying that being a like, cop like yeah, yeah, definitely wouldn't help. <laughs> I would be on my way out, man. Yeah, see me, man. I'm not shaving, beard all dusty. I ain't got my hair cut in like eight months. I got like half a fro, mm. half braids, like Method Man in that one video. <laughs> you know what I mean. I gain weight. That's why they get so fat, probably. Meth looks good and red. Yeah. Oh no, 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 not them. Those guys are. Yeah. Method Man looks like. It's still 98. I don't know what's going on. I mean, yeah. of course, you always hear, you know, black don't crack, but some people just, like, don't. I think they're healthy. Like, Redman's on. He he takes care of himself. They do it. What, Redman? Yeah. He be going on. You ever, do you follow Redman on Instagram? Yeah. Sometimes he just goes on, like, 30-mile walks. He like, yeah, I'm in Jersey. I'm about to go to New York. And you just see him walking through, like, he walks 
from like Hoboken all the way up to like the Bronx or something. He's like, all right, I'm, I'm turning around. I'm like, yo, what's up? Hi. Yeah. I couldn't imagine living in New York and I just see Red Man walking, <laughs> walking. out of the, walking out of the gas station with like a, a bottle or like yo what's up son I'm like yo what's what's going on around, around here but yeah I really like the idea of uh, Vic having one of those laser pointers pointed into the precinct just watching them spaz out <laughs> and they're all fat so they can't even really recognize it they think that they got gel- jelly on their shirt don't be like stuff that. yeah, that'd be funny if they started chasing the laser like a dog <laughs> <laughs> that would like be pretty a cat. sick yeah. they're like hitting the brick wall yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's not that body laser? shame, guys. That's not body shame. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah, this is why I'm, I'm glad Vic's on the yeah. show. We've all tried keto once before. I mean, keto. It's, it's hard. Yeah. No, I mean that's good. It, like, it, it's really good for people with epilepsy and stuff like that. So, I mean, it yeah. does have. If you really have a hard time with sugar, I bet keto is probably the main. Yeah. Dude, Your I, body just soaks up sugar like a sponge. I've lost over 11 pounds since Father's Day. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I know Beth at the crib. He yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want body shame, but I don't really care. Yeah, if you're yeah. fat, like I was fat, <laughs> I just don't you, I don't mind looking fat. Yeah. I just don't like walking around like I always just smoked three Newports in a row. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wait, it's what like, does that mean? Like you just smoked three like, like you can't like walk you upstairs normal. Oh, I feel accomplished after I smoked three ports. <laughs> oh, I did? Oh, my god. Yeah, that's... Okay. Oh, well, I, mean, I mean, you took it a th- uh, different way than I would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I smoked three Newports in a row, it means nothing was usually going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was bored. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the Golden Girls are on. I only got one channel with an yeah. antenna. <laughs> Respect. Uh, and my VCR is broke. I would smoke the three Newports and I'd be like, you know what? It's time to get back on my grind. Yo, I'm, <laughs> yeah. yo, I'm messed up, yo. Yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, man, I'm going to wake up for Fodger tomorrow. Yeah. Sure, I promise. Sleep straight through that. But I, what I'm saying is like just going up the stairs. Like, yeah. like there's no problem. Like I have no problem looking fat. Yeah. It's just the consequences that come with to my body carrying that extra weight. Yeah, you're bad. I just knees. don't like feeling fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, that one time you got hit with a bat. Now your back hurts all the time. You know? Yeah. We're just like, oh, dude, I, my body's all sore. I'm like, yeah. Dude, well, you look you look like you ate me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how yeah. you, how, you're not supposed to feel you. good when you look like that. I just I'm not trying to. Hoagies. Yeah. Shout out to the dudes that you would work with and then you would just see, like, on lunch. I mean, everybody eats differently. Yeah. But then you'll see the one homie that just, like, he's got not just the large hoagie with everything on it, he's got the three bags of chips. Mountain Dew. Yo, the Mountain Dews are the scariest thing about yeah. dudes. How can you drink two big Mountain Dews? Because they're, like, two for a. Three dollars at the Seven Eleven. Crazy. The Seven Eleven. Yo, I can't deal with the that. Mountain Dews. The Mountain Dews don't taste like soda anymore. They taste like it's crazy. It tastes like syrup. I've been I've been saying this. I've been saying this. Yeah, you know, it's like the undercover, like the cigarette. Everyone was focused on the alcohol and cigarette billboards in yeah. the hood, killing us with the soda and the food. Yeah, with the you know what I mean chur- with the church's chicken. Yeah, like like just anything you can get for ninety nine cents. That's all grocery shopping for me revolved around was yeah. what's under a dollar. Yeah. You I can know? Go, to, go to Checkers, get two two apple pies for a dollar. I dollars. got a third nipple starting to grow. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what the hell's going on uh, here? Yeah, <laughs> ever, yeah. ever since I started eating this uh, yeah. <laughs> weird, uh, it says Brahmin. I was arguing about food deserts earlier today, too. I don't know why. Me and Kenny be arguing for no, just yeah. for no reason. That's my boy, though. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, people, what is he's like? He's like, people don't. People don't shop healthy. He's like, the reason why the nice supermarkets leave is because people don't want to buy like leave. fresh produce and stuff. Because I was like, well, what happens? That, that's the impression that they were here. 
that too. And then he's like, he's like, Whole Foods isn't going to come to Germantown Ave because uh, because people aren't going to support it. I was like, oh, yeah. first of all, people they're overpricing their stuff, so no one's going to be able to afford to go there. I don't know, man. Talk yeah. about market manipulation. I'm going, I'm going arguing about a lot. I'm going through a lot, man. What's up with y'all? Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, statistically speaking, yeah, yeah. So, so Vic and I had a conversation earlier. Yeah, when when you guys see each other? Vic, Vic works for Re- Revised Studio. Yo, my man. Yo, we taking over Uptown for real, yo. Yeah. We taking over Uptown for real. I better get out of here, yo. Man, respect. Yeah. So, um. So yeah, so I, I want Vic to to lead us in. Yeah, um, he's the least toxic. He definitely is. You you know what? He has some wild boy tendencies on. Yeah, on yeah, the internet. <laughs> he's he's able to check it better than. I be trying. I be looking at his captions and being like, "All right, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I maybe I needed to hear this." I'm dead. So this is what happened. Uh, we were we were at a we were at a, we were at the job. Yeah. Uh, Preferably, we were in North Philly. Oh, uh, on Thirty Street. The story. Respect. Thirtieth and Oxford. But that, that's my that's my mom's first house. 20, 20th and Oxford, right there. Right. So, um, uh, randomly, I told Ben, uh, Ben, that uh, one Ben is redhead. Yeah. Um, for those you who can, out you there, can, I I give you consent to call <laughs> me a ginger. Say. For yeah. those out there who are, are more uh, going was what's, what's happening on the street, he's a ginger. Um, he has red head, uh, kind of a, a hue to it that yeah. resembles the color red. Yeah. Um, what? which you weren't talking about my hair color, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he has a red beard too. So naturally, by the way. Um, so going on that, I told Ben that, uh, redheads, his wife, Beth yes, is also Beth. a redhead. And I was like, oh, that's one. That is statistic right there. The fact that like two redheads ended up together and then had redheaded children. That's wild to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. Why? And I said this when we were talking about this off mic. Ben has the whitest family photos. It's just all redheads. <laughs> it's like a fall picture. His leaves falling. <laughs> He's wearing the nicest sweater I've ever seen him wear. Actually, probably like one of the only sweaters that doesn't have a sports team on it. I've seen him wear. But, Thank you, Michael. Uh, I told him that uh, redheads, no matter the culture, no matter the race, no matter the ethnicity, um, redheaded. Uh, well, you, fems, you're like, oh, wives. Your wife's a ginger too, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I was like, red gingers <laughs> are more likely to nah. murder their spouses. You said your wife's a ginger. Yeah. You know, she's more likely <laughs> to murder. To murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, if any, you know, for the people that know Ben and Beth, she, I mean, if she had blonde hair, she probably still would murder. I <laughs> still would murder Ben. But, but Beth is the most chill person. Of, person. Yeah. yeah, she would feel bad of, about Of any it. gender. Yeah, she would feel bad about murdering you, but she probably. She wouldn't. I don't even know what you got. Have you guys <laughs> met my wife? She wouldn't we hurt. Her. No, we, but we spend time, a lot of time with you. <laughs> we yeah, but that's what I'm saying. We that's what makes be... her great. Oh yeah. She doesn't have any like she loves me. Yeah. Unconditionally. We love you too. You know what I mean? I love you, man. Like that's what makes her one of the better people on the planet. Yeah, like, most yeah. Of the, it yeah. wasn't a it wasn't a shot at her character. Yeah. <laughs> statistically speaking. Yeah. But then we got into a conversation about uh the bias and the inaccuracy um that statistics enforce yeah. inside of society, and, and, and I do, and I do got to say, 
I'm 43 years old. I was raised in a trailer park. And I grew up in poverty. So, like, I just have a natural inclination when someone's like, oh, your wife's a ginger. She's more likely to to kill you than any other thing. It just, like, kind of sparks, like, a toxic masculinity yeah. just from being raised in the 80s. Yeah. You know, with none. It's just like, what, motherfucker? You talking about my wife? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the first thing. <laughs> Then, yeah. then you start, or like an attack on your manhood. You're like, man, I kill her first. Why would you do that? <laughs> I like, would definitely kill her. First. It's like your wife's a ginger. It's it, 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 at first I took it, it. It was like it sounded like a white guy using the M word. The way he said, <laughs> "Your wife's a ginger." Yeah. <laughs> you know, statistically she speaking, you son. Like, Dang, you'll right, see he's one eye open, guy. You'll see one eye open, yo. But then instantly. I watched way. I was like, man, Ben, you're in this. Peace and Chill. blessings. Also, yeah, let's ben. be clear. I've seen Beth multiple times. It wasn't like this main discovery. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. the discovery was? The discovery was is like one. The entire family is right. The entire family is ginger. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I've never, I've never, like, one. Like, in terms, and maybe just because I grew up in a predominantly black, like, yeah. <laughs> neighborhood. But, like, only one one of like a few black kids naturally came out ginger well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it was like you yeah, know what i it was like this recessive gene that was elusive. Yeah. the only time that is red do you see red is like in someone like in someone's beard from the dye and you know? or if like they just have like they just one, happen to have they just happen mm-hmm. to have like the yeah. one the one kid in their family to have yeah. red my little sister's like that actually when she was a baby she had very red hair yeah. it comes out in, yeah. and in black people sometimes it comes out sandy yeah. Her, la- like, her last name is Sullivan, so there's some type of... There's yeah, yeah you know, but like with most people, <laughs> it, it comes out, the gene came out sandy, like with most people, it comes out sandy or like yeah, kind yeah. of reddish, but not the same. Yeah, yeah. But it was like the discovery of the remembrance that like, wait, oh, yeah, everyone yeah. is ginger in that family. Yeah, <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Shout like, out to the blocks, man. Squad. Are your in-laws ginger? So, so, but what? Are your in-laws ginger? My father-in-law is. He is? Well, he's bald now. I can't, I've never seen him. Yeah, I mean, my... my like it's like Irish and Scandinavian. That's my wife's whole ancestry. Oh wow! Yeah, that's pretty cool. Ginger, ginger. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead, and then uh, I don't know where I'm from. I just are... I just claim uh, Nigerian Nigerian because they seem they seem pretty cool. Even though they <laughs> they really love education, which is the opposite of me. But I strive to be successful <laughs> under any any circumstance. Yeah. You know. People ask me where I'm from. I'm like my mom's belly, fool. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Shoot. Yeah, I mean, Lancaster, son. Yeah, I mean, I I came out 1970 something. You know, New York, (laughs) bang. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I was forgetting about that. Boom. Yeah, I mean, they're like, I heard Allentown's cool. Let's move that. (laughs) Let's move to the middle of PA. Yeah. Let's get out of New York. I want to pay child support. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah. But so then the conversation. The conversation took a turn where Ben was trying to make a point that statistics, like we said, are like any statistic can be made or fabricated in a way that someone gets an answer that they want. And then also the fact that like statistics systematically <laughs> and whatever that means because of statistics can be used for bias um, or to enforce um hatred evil and you know i was commanding ben about move your mic up a little bit i was talking to ben about um about uh the analogies that he was using i understood the point but the analogies was using i was saying that there's a difference from um, statistics being accurate or statistics being used to like have a certain um outcome and you know it's like the same way of like if i ask you like 
for example like how many you know apples there are in this barrel that i put in front of you directly on this day versus i ask you how many barrels of apples have you seen in your life um and or how many apples you've seen today and then i put the barrel right in front of you or i tell you that there you can only use the apples that are red that i've yeah used and i i was saying that like I, I, I like the study and I like the argument about statistics in general. I believe that like when we start to say that the statistics overall are inaccurate, it gives absolutely no one the ability well, to actually study the science of statistics. Yeah, it makes all. it it makes it too weird. But then you, you look at nothing is factual. <laughs> specifically in this polit- political climate in this day and age, you'll have groups like uh, the alt right with like Richard Spencer and not the specifically bash on them because I, re- I really don't care about people like that <laughs> but like they use they use you know statistics that they want to find to justify saying that you know whites are better than these and they're like well how come when asians come here they don't commit <laughs> crimes and all this stuff and it's like you they they have a higher iq technically technically they're the, they're the uh the greatest race and it's like you're really just trying to at this point you're you know you're fishing for a specific thing you yeah. can find any argument and I'm I mean, much you could, more you could debunk any of these arguments, which word. is, you know. And I'm much more interested in people actually learning about the science of statistics or learning about how to conduct statistics in an unbiased way. But it didn't start off well or didn't transition well because, yeah, one, yeah. I was just, like, messing around with yeah, yeah. about Reddit. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> no. And it had just popped into your yeah, head. Yeah. Like, wait, wait, here's just one thing I remember about gingers. Let me say this. <laughs> but, but I'm saying there are a difference between percentages yeah and statistics like there are a difference of like what percentage of the population is black what percentage are they getting pulled over what percentage make up the prison population what percentage of black men get pulled over for a broken tail light versus uh white men and all that and all that stuff and data is starting to become relevant and available all i'm saying is when i hear a statistic of anyone murdering anyone more of no matter what race or ethnicity it's there's no facts because there it's an impossible yeah. to come up with an actual way to statistically base that on it's too it's too grand of a statement and it's too massive to actually get real accurate data to say um around the world red women that are redheads uh killed their spouses at a certain rate when we can't even keep and get real statistical data on important stuff yeah you know what i mean so what when i hear someone say something like that has nothing to do with redheads has everything to do it just triggers like when people bring up a statistic of anything like that it just triggers off my like oh this person voted for trump yeah, because it's too grand, and it's 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 an impossibility to get an accurate reading. It's more like, oh, I read a study yeah. that said this. Why would they commit so? Um, problems? why why did that? Like like like, like yeah. I, oh, I read somewhere that, that. But when you when it, things are formed as like a fact, and when we word things in a way of like statistically speaking, and it's not you. And it's not, I think, as a society, yeah, it's not we read thing, yeah. these things and we form 
and we ground and we dig in based on these statistics and it's like there, there there's the people in orlando that are waving up their white supremacy things because you can't convince them that statistically speaking they're wrong yeah because they have all the statistics and all the backing to prove and statistics are what close any type of dialogue for change now i think there are when people i am open to percentages and i am open to certain things that can actually be calculated like we do know through census data like you know within a, a plus minus like how many black people how many white people how many puerto ricans how many people from china uh all over asia india whatever we can track that and see oh and then we can see by being checked how many of those people are in prison what percentage and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff and films build yeah. some sort of but when we start saying broad statistics from any side yeah. um i think can really it muddies the waters for a good argument because really what it comes down to is people just want to be right and they'll yeah you know they'll find whatever they can to make their their side of the story sound the most factual but this is <clears throat> this is why i struggle with that like on like a, a conversational level is because like there's one like and i agree like on both sides and, and a good example of this is like what happened recently um i don't know if you guys looked at the uh hearing for immigration um the circumstances oh, with the... so i watched the whole thing and both sides and you can see and this is the reason why like a lot of people in terms of american culture are starting to realize that the system inside of itself is rigged to support um two parties that are in power to just be in power not necessarily to have a value that they necessarily um constantly instill or constantly enforce yeah. constantly believe in um i believe whether it be republican and democrat both sides were aware of the I guess the tragedy of like believing in something and then your party abandoning that ideal to have more power, um, whether size would be Republican or whatever and things like that. But in the immigration hearing, you heard so many things and you, you heard a lot of things that were basically rooted in people just wanting to be right. And I think that that came out of one, not only just the the cultures of those two parties or those two groups, because no one can police those two groups or police individuals who want power. Yep. But I think it's important that like people know how to call BS about certain things. And to do that, you have to know the rules of how statistics are made or how to even ask questions or how people answer questions. And I think that it's also, it's, it tucks into the question of like what journalism actually is. And journalism for a long time in American culture, since I've at least been alive, has never been this true thing that is unbiased. It's been a cultural thing that's yeah. supposed to exist to inform about certain things, not about yeah. the overwhelming thing, but the certain like certain incidents and only yeah. inform about those incidents, incidents in a way that broadcast um and and uh coerce audiences to gather yeah not for audiences to be heard or to be informed but for audience to gather and that's not broadcasting that's entertainment that i mean that's not journalism that's entertainment a lot of our journalism has become entertainment but i'm saying that like when you talk about statistics like there's a science behind statistics which is like this is how you collect something in an unbiased you, yeah. way and you have to do it raw not data raw data like and this is how you like literally just let that raw data how you analyze it and how to analyze it unbiasedly you have to do it with rules 
because you will always see what you want to see but like to like say that this 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 and this 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 happened you have to have controls you have to have studies and you have to know the language and you can see it in like my friend she's you know shout out to Dijon Tali she uh is a criminal criminologist um over at Temple studying her PhD trying to like get more people of color into that science and even when you like study things like that is like for example like when a white woman studies um what it is for black people to who consider themselves uh light skin right she, a white woman wouldn't know exactly what that means to black people and she didn't ask that question like my friend dijanae and I'm, I'm trying not to get you in trouble but my my friend dijanae recently just had to tell like an expert someone who's an expert at this it was like so you asked a whole bunch of black people did you think they were that you 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 got a whole bunch of data about people of color and about those who <clears throat> had a certain opinion and it, i can't I, I don't remember the certain opinion but the control was those who are light-skinned and those who were dark-skinned and then the question was that dijanae asked is like did you ask them did they think they were dark-skinned or light-skinned because that can change like for example you may be dark skin over here. Yeah, you know I mean. But if we went to like Somalia, <laughs> yeah. you be brown. What in Nigeria, where I keep claiming my <laughs> my fake heritage? You be brown or me? Yeah. Yo, stop sending me emails. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but or I me? Need, I need the bag, man. I'm gonna get Facts. it. I mean, I'm gonna give it back to you eventually. Nigerian prince. Yeah, you know I mean. <laughs> but or me? You know what I'm saying? Like where it's like it's subjective, and yeah. it's only subjective, and it's only culturally subjective, and you have to be able to understand that. But for a white person to collect that, it was like, oh, so you're talking about you, like compared to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do people look like you or yeah. are they dark skin? And that's not what light skin versus dark skin is yeah. or the culture of that that exists inside blackness is. Shades of brown and deeper, man. Exactly. And so, like, I think that for rules and the study of sciences and the study of what these things mean, I'm not afraid to dive deep into statistics. I'm not afraid to, like, call BS. I'm not afraid for um, these things to exist i'm more afraid for these things to be um diminished without proper uh process because the one thing about statistics is it's like statistics allow people of color to to call bs um sometimes whereas it's like you didn't follow the rules of this thing that is made that wasn't even made for things like this but it was just made to study math and you didn't follow any of these rules yeah, so you, you could get this one answer rules. And I now we can see that and we can study that. You but, see what you really were looking, you but, know, what yeah, you were looking for. Exactly. But when people dissolve these sciences or these processes that have been made in unbiased chambers of thought and literacy and intellect, it had nothing to do with what race was or ethnicity was or oppression was. It was really just designed in terms of arithmetic, data collection, or um, the processes of life and understanding the processes of life. I get. Uh, weary because once we dissolve these things, people yeah. in power are still going to be in power. Yeah. And people just in power don't people, exactly making the people down here argue about stuff. Exactly, that doesn't really and mean then give them to no tools. In, exactly, yeah. and gives them no tools to defend no themselves. To so, like statistics, un if everyone know, can be used to be biased. But I'm not afraid to dive deep into them, or I'm not afraid for people like well, yourself they do to open be like. Up. What does this even mean? Did they collect all? When did they do this? And like, what I can tell you is like, it's not one of those things where it's like, oh, the world science, like Census Bureau did it. It's literally some like it's weird, like fun fact that I read on yeah. Nantucket. Yeah. <laughs> Respect. But my point is, is saying people are using those weird fun fact from Nantucket 
to to oppress yeah. and discriminate against black people, which is yeah. very very that's easy all, for them that, to do. That was boy, boycott that, Nantucket, y'all. That, that's all. I need that crane apple, baby. But my one, do they got the crane? I don't know. My one, like, and that's what that's what uh, I'm saying. Even the experts in statistics, right? So, so whenever someone, when you're debating about statistics, now people are focused on. All right, so I have a statistic about this. So then they go against that. Oh well, this person did this statistic, and she's white, and like even the experts are bad at it. But when I'm sh- when when like I'm talking to a certain person. Um, I know that I don't go to statistics. When they say I'm calling bullcrap, I just show them a video of Tamir Rice. Their jaw drops and they're like, wow, I didn't even know that happened. They're like, it was literally like you, because, oh, you're an embellishment. Look at the jolly ginger over here. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Three seconds, they shot him within three. You're bullcrappy crappy, little Black Lives Matter button boy. And then I show them the video and they're like, holy crap, that is how it happened. That's really crazy. He's 12. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? So it's like, like like that's what there's no argument. You see the car pull up, you see a twelve year old, you see Dylan Roof was taken alive after killing like eight black people in a church, and then you see a kid that's twelve years old, uh, within like two seconds of a cop car pulling up, getting shot and killed, playing yeah. with a, a fake gun with no warning. So I, I mean, like statistics arm people and give them a thing to google when you're like statistically speaking black pe- then instantly they're on their phone and they're googling but then i want you to find cases you know what because when i get white people that are like well white people are killed by cops too blah blah and then they're like going into this deep dive. i'm like yeah police are a huge issue you just searched it for me that's what i'm saying like, like yeah, look yeah, how yeah. many white people were killed by police in yeah. four in Albuquerque at but a that's campsite. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. and, that, and then and they see the video and they, no trial or anything. I, I just, think it's one of those things where I, I, I just naturally feel like if you want to be racist and you want to use statistics to like prove your point, that's fine. My whole issue with that is like I don't believe, and I'm not one of those people from my own perspective. I've never been in a place where I went to go look up statistics just to be right about my blackness. My blackness or my life has always been this thing to be like, I am literally just trying to find my best way to defend my right to uh, uh, unjudged and unbiased existence. So for me, it's like one of those things where it's like, I don't like having that conversation like as if all black intellects get inside a room and are like, yo, this is what I want to find. We have no like we have nothing to lose exactly and this is and this is why my this is my favorite lines like we have nothing to lose but our chains like and mm. then on the other side of it we have everything to lose which is our life like it's not like like it's not as if like we're in this place to like you to get freedom or get iconship away from like fighting for this thing which is like called a happy life for everyone so when like freedom liberty and all that other good stuff that america loves to claim it is it's a different thing to like say say here and be like yo look this is what i found this is what i'm looking at and what i'm looking at is these are oppressed people this is oppressed people this is an oppressive group you know what i'm saying and this is what historically and statistically it's been but like when i look at people on the other side it's never that conversation it's very very much like oh well statistically speaking these people deserve this and yeah, that's that's a different breaking thing. a law, baby. That's what I'm saying. It's like, well, people, these people deserve this, and I'm like, I'm cool with that too. And because I always back down, it's like, so you you're telling me that like, 
if someone does a violent crime they deserve these things yeah word well here's all these white people who also did violent crimes and then that didn't happen did you see the headline that came out today so there was two so there was one guy who got he he got arrested a while ago but he finally just got sent off he got 65 years for he was a part he was 15 and he was in a car during a robbery and his buddy shot at the cops and the cop shot his got his friend and he got charged with the murder as a minor he yeah. got 35 years for the murder 10 10 years plus for the the other crime so he told him in 65 years and it's talking about getting back to earlier about like this new thing with like we're finally getting data and knowledge and stuff that like wasn't common knowledge i didn't know that there's a, a bunch of states where like if i'm in any way shape a party or something and the cops kill one of us then i'm going i'm responsible for my friend's death because i might just so happen to be in the wrong place in the wrong time another example of this another headline i saw and i'm getting off point because <laughs> I remember what he was saying earlier, and it's stuck in my head. There was a woman, uh, <clears throat> I, I want to say Alabama, which we all know Alabama has those really harsh abortion laws and stuff, and, like, you know, really care about protecting the life until the baby is born. Yeah. This woman got into a fight over her kid's father because some girl was sleeping with her kid's father. This woman shot her, and then she ended up having a miscarriage. Yeah. This lady got this lady got indicted and charged with manslaughter. Not the woman that shot her. Yeah. The one who lost her baby for putting the baby for putting the baby at risk for getting the fight. Mm -hmm. So then you go, then you you get into a conversation with someone. They say, well, if they weren't in a fight, if they weren't getting in a fight, and this lady didn't have to defend herself, she wouldn't have got shot. But then it goes, you could you could basically paint that picture and say, anytime someone raises their voice at me and I retaliate against them. That's uh, that's self defense. Yeah. You know, even if I go out of my way to try to start something with somebody, like Trayvon, like George Zimmerman stalking his child, stalking all these children in the neighborhood, and going out there just to antagonize them, then when I get my ass whooped and I shoot him, it was self defense and I was standing my ground. I really forgot where I was going. I really forgot. Yeah. I'm starting <laughs> to get fired up. Well, it's hot in here. I turned the air on, but it's not. Yeah. No, it's cool. I, I mean, oh, man. Let, like, I, I guess. Where, I guess one thing. Where are we thing, going, folks? Where are we going? Where, 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 well, you, where do you think we're going to be at ten years from now? What type of what type of world you think, you know, your, your kids will be living in? Well, here's the. I don't know. I I just want to say this. I think a lot of times. I think with this Google culture, I think with uh, a lot of the stuff we have access to in in, in our fingertips. Um, you know, there there are good things, and I think there's certain room for, and, and there's certain people, um, you know, like um, Stokely Carmichael. You know, when he he met with Kennedy, and you know, Kennedy was meeting with people, John F. Kennedy, not Robert. Yeah. And, and then in, in June, he gave a speech um, about the the conditions that uh, black people are in in the country at that time. And it was just laden with statistics, and they were appalling. But then you have people like uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Um, and, and a lot of other people that spoke, and and le like the the people that were speaking and living in the stories, you know, I think we're losing sight of how powerful, um, like like wanting like wanting to prove people wrong. Or wanting to prove or be right and that kind of stuff has taken such a predominant um, position 
uh, in our culture that people all they all you need to do is listen to the story and the facts are in in the story I drive I drive a beat up truck for years in Germantown Basem borrows it for one day he's pulled over right around the corner from my house and is like stuck I'm on a retreat with my phone shut off and he doesn't have any way to get a hold of anybody and the police are asking him what he's what's going on why like what you doing in this work truck yeah, man yeah what do you do what what says they pull him up i've driven that truck never <laughs> yeah. been pulled over this is, yeah. this is for years to you though like I, in the same way that you have a story there's like someone who is like white supremacist racist or something that's a story too that yeah. like maybe made up that maybe fake that maybe whatever and this is my problem with like that thing and that that fact i don't well not that fact but the phrase that you said I feel like more there's a difference from from a person wanting to righteously or to be to like to be uncertifiably right that pushes you to like also look at your own bias and reflect to be like I'm wrong mm-hmm. that is different than being like I want other two people to be wrong like I want you to be wrong like people that is much more invested in I'm willing to like get whatever I need to get or look at whatever I need to do and do whatever I need to do to make sure that you're wrong versus I want to be right like I want to be right is the same thing as saying that like I want to make sure that I do the right thing to me and like when I is that but do you think that's like do you think that's always the case with people? No, so, no, no. But think, I'm saying that the, to what do you conceptualize think, what do you think that, is, uh, you gotta make that I, I want to, I want other people to be wrong, because like I can't, you can't always just go on stories. For example, many genocides. The genocide of our people was built on stories, like, and so like not statistical data. The idea of like people made fake sciences on stories, like, mm-hmm. you can't really genuinely base everything like absolutely everything and this is the difference between studying quantitative qualitative data like it's cool to combine them to like have different varieties and things yeah. like that but there has to be something that is not based yeah, upon who can it, tell the best story but everything's reliant a lot of things are being reliant on that like like it's not a conversation right like like and yeah. i think it's being it, it, it's this nosedive into phones it's this nosedive into not having real like, like there's no when when I walk into Sherwin Williams and when I go into all these stores around Germantown every I know everyone's name and everyone knows who I am I make it a deep thing because you got to be trusted in your community and you got to know people in the community you live in so that way when you talk like you have some validity but so many people aren't interacting and having social interaction person to person that we don't even trust people or their stories anymore because we don't really trust even talking to people or letting ourselves be open up so there's this suspicion like like i feel like these interactive and these devices and all this stuff has created a suspicion that's even worse which it was pretty bad in the history but I don't know, but man. It's people have it... always been. You talk like it's so very easy to be socially awkward if you don't come. I guess I feel like that's a cultural or regional thing where mm-hmm. like you you could either be from a type of place where people do open up and have conversations with their neighbors and make sure mm-hmm. they introduce themselves, not just in the store that they go to, yeah, but in all the, all the other spots in the neighborhood and stuff. Or you could be from the type of place where like people don't like in maybe some suburbs and stuff, people don't interact with each mm-hmm. other and they don't know how to. Com- communicate 
Yeah. That's like why well, that's probably the hardest state. One of the hardest parts of living on this planet is getting your point across in a way that doesn't make you seem like a jerk. How to. But what? But look at cities, right? Like for the Sixers. Yeah. Or look at cities for the Eagles or for the or whatever sports back in the day when you wanted to know what was going on and things were getting uh, uh, things were getting, um, you know, transferred to a station that would give out the information on what is going on with the Sixers at that time. And there would be thousands of people there together waiting for that information. Right, so people are standing around talking because they're all interested in seeing what's going on with the Eagles, seeing what's going on with the Sixers, seeing what's going on with the hearing, seeing what's going on with this, and it's not, you know, uh, sports and other stuff isn't being broadcasted yet. Uh, uh, You can't see what's going on with trials or other stuff that's in the news, so you have to go to these local stations, and everyone is forced to be, if you want to know what's going on with these trials or with these sporting events, you had to leave your house. You had to be in a group of people. And that's how you found out information as a community all at once. You know what I mean? It didn't matter if you were white, black or whatever. You got the same, uh, the same information right at that moment and everyone hung out got and a got chance it all. to have a real discussion about it right there yeah right right when you receive that information you were conversing about but it we're talking about i mean even then if, pe- if people were telling the truth more back then i'm not saying they th- were i'm just saying you could we could all see where there's been specifically since maybe like the late 90s or 2000s whenever digital media really became a thing and there was people writing online not writing for uh newspapers and not writing for these big publications Mm -hmm. and just saying you know this is my this is my piece and this is my take on what happened Mm -hmm. you can see a divide where like people like it really come down to to, you know not just who do you think represents you in terms of politically like who do you like and you can see how that just changes the way people handle their information. You might tell me something. Because now it's like, even if we do get back into the type of situation where we're both listening to the same information as it drops, I'm already thinking about, first of all, I don't even like this guy. So everything that he sounds says dumb. And I already don't I already don't agree with him. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's always been like that. Maybe that's how those conversations It has take. always been like that. Maybe that's people why were, one newspaper has never, it has, in, in the history of time, there hasn't just been one newspaper for every city. Yeah. one like particular publication there's always been multiple but i'm saying that like i understand your point where it's like there's now there's like an influx of like hell like a too lot, much inf- like yeah. too much information mm-hmm. but i'm saying you can't take that like we can't take back the creations that we made that had nothing to yeah. generally do with like this part of the culture like no one knew that the internet would like change journalism yeah. or change the fact that like how normal people interact and people who are not inside that field know that work yeah but i'm saying that like the most thing that like the most pragmatic thing we can do is we can't shut the internet off but what we can do is educate people about how to stop taking in information that is false or how to like solve information that is invalid in the same way that like people like back in the day knew like you have to make you have to make power um you have to make power obsolete in the same way that it's impossible to tell someone that um the earth is uh, a cube <laughs> yeah <laughs> because you know it's sick. a it's impossible I, i'm not going to say people don't believe that the earth is flat but it's impossible to say that the earth is a cube you know what i'm saying or it's impossible to tell someone that the sky is uh is uh let's say um 
green. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so I mean, sometimes it looks pretty green to me. Sometimes it looks pretty it right green, right? But in the same way that it's impossible to, like, genuinely just say... And you have to make power obsolete. And you have to make things irrational. And I'm, the only way that, like, there will always be irrational people. And that's what I'm saying, too. There will yeah, always yeah, be yeah. irrational people. Yeah. But can, always. But can we pose the question to say that the world that we live in today with this influx of information, is it good for people to be attempting? Because they're... I mean, for since the dawn of time, some people have been happy just living in ignorance. I be, exactly, and think, I believe, I believe it. I believe this new, I believe this new atmosphere and playground. It just makes it makes people. You have to look for what you need. In the same way, like yeah. for example, this this whole station is about music. In the same way, back in the day, and this is what I'll say about like um, older folks, like in older generations that are like hip hop fans, right? Yeah. Hip hop fans back in the day, it was a beautiful thing to go to the record shop and go through and go through records and try to find a record that you like. It's a beautiful thing. In the same way that like new generations kind of like hate hip hop, right? Um, what hip hop has come to be, right? I would say that like this generation of hip hop have something that an old generation didn't. We have SoundCloud. We have the ability to listen for people who are making quality projects in their hometown who don't need to be put on, who literally we can support directly. Mm -hmm. And it, I would say that like hip hop more than ever isn't about the lazy fan or the fan that wants things delivered. It's about the dude who is literally up at night on his day off, literally going through SoundCloud trying to find like sounds yeah, that he likes, following mm -hmm. some weird rapper on Instagram, but some, yeah, some my man weird rapper and finding and making superstars by literally just supporting that artist directly not like being maybe being a mile away or a kid in india like i, I have i'm part of this like hip-hop lovers group mm -hmm. and there's kids in india who are literally like diving through and have different they love prodigy it were, but have different perspectives they have different struggles but they're definitely part of the struggle but have different struggles and resonate with hip-hop identity mm. like like deadly and they're they're on soundcloud looking for artists they don't really know american like That's radio so like that when they say that like they love like little young thug they generally actually just young like little yeah. thug they're who doesn't love right. young thug but though. like you know what i'm saying like they and that that's the that's what it is it's like you can't be lazy anymore you literally yeah. have to defend yourself against bad habits and yeah. i'm i'm much more for that it's like for people it was easy i would say that like it was easier for people in certain generations to know what was the wrong thing to do right i would say it's very very hard for you now to not have and to have problematic things just pass inside of you like it, you have to work on it you have to genuinely get on your like get in these, inside yourself it's not just as simple as being like friends with this one black dude at work yeah. it's about like being <laughs> friends with that one black dude what are you doing to like help his cause what are you doing to make sure yeah. that like you are taking all the like all the things that you learned about this one friendship back home yeah or to your community it's it's, it's just bigger and it's, yeah. it's much more about now it's not just about like saving saving face it's about literally the world is at stake we are at stake <laughs> what do we really genuinely believe in like uh That'd and I'm be, cool with that. Like I'm, I'm cool. It's like, yo, you, yeah. you want to be a good person? But, but I, I am be cool. I'm cool with what you said. But I'm saying uh, people's community has shrunk from their neighbors to, to four the, by yeah. six inches. Like they don't care about people that live outside of this phone. Like their their neighbor. And in a weird way, in a weird way though, they're still interacting with some of the same people. They mm. just won't. You're not seeing them at the same place. People. Are, People don't work in the same parts of town anymore. People don't ride the bus together. People mm. are on these all different schedules. I'm not going. 
I don't see my neighbors how I used to. Me and him don't work. We don't work at the same place. We don't drive to the same place. You know, mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't carpool to the same part of town. You know, so there's there's a different dynamic with the way people interact. But a lot of it could be attributed to the to the workplace environment and the way everybody's doing different stuff. We're all over the place. So I'm taking. You know? I'm, I take my garbage out. Everyone has their headphones in. Yeah. No one wants to make to eye contact. No one wants to look at anybody. No, everyone. Not everyone, but most people are hoping please yeah, let me not see for the love of my god let me get to the train without having to say hi to anyone uh, i'll be trying to say hi to everybody yeah though. but i'm saying in the majority like and everyone's so tuned they do not want to speak directly to a human if not like people are going and yeah, ordering and stuff I, I think got, humanity bro. deserves it what <laughs> he, he i think humanity deserves it, it. if you're we, ordering food you should take your headphones out have a little respect. Say thank guy, you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, they're, if they're asking you a question. Common decency or, is one. Yeah, that's yeah. common some, decency. Some, but I'm saying it like the identity that like the people that are jerks now with cell mm. phones and technology would have been jerks 40 years ago without any of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, I think I think I think people are clueless how to socialize I mean, properly. But now. people people have always been raised been clued, on their yeah. headphones I, uh, and they're addicted to their phone. I think we've hit. Me and you talked about this a couple weeks ago. We've hit the peak of what techn- we should get from technology. Yeah. I don't need I don't need more automation. I don't need self-driving yeah. cars. It's nice. We're getting that we're going we're getting very close to a place that is I mean, I was watching the Matrix a few weeks ago. It's really creepy. That <laughs> we need less technology and more interaction. I think right at the cap. We we are mm. where you know, it takes twenty minutes to download a movie, five seconds to download a song. Again, this is what you I'm. Know. This is what I'm saying too about power, right? The identity of like all this technology was produced in circuits of power, like I don't, I don't in atmospheres of power. So like when you talk about like privilege at the, at the bottom, right there, technology has always been produced around privilege, not around what was necessity, like necessity, like necessity, or what it is to like connect with people. So you want more technology that helps you connect with people in a holistic way, like. The only way to do that is to make sure that, like, one, like, we're dissolving the, like, the systems that allow for technology produced for people to not connect. Like, you think that, like, one, like, let's be clear. The best thing about having money and privilege is that you don't have to, like, you don't have to talk to, like, poor people. You don't have to, like, you don't have to connect with people. That's what privilege you used it's to definitely, mean. like, oh. Uh, like, you don't got to talk to anyone. I mean, we all work in this. You talk. We all work in the same field in construction. We walk out of the house with sometimes dirty pants, your, your mm. most worn down shirt. And we all see those looks that we will get when we're like, we're downtown or walking out there. To, and you'll see people or you're in a, someone else's neighborhood and you're like walking at someone's house and they're like, who is this? Who's this dusty ashy black dude walking in here? I'm not going to say those people ne- never say hi to me. But mm. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like you, you talk about like the identities of, of technology um, and advancements in human society the more that we get closer to a point where we're starting to naturally care about people and we're starting to solve the problems that are like that are dissolving privilege and dissolving power and dissolving the identity that people don't have to have like people the identity that there has to be poor people there has to be people below us that there's no way to possibly take care of everyone no matter what is going on the more you'll start to see advancements in technology that allows us to connect better. Technology has been used to like separate us from all the things because one has been it's been made in this in this vacuum of power. Like the cell phone was not made so like people could like yeah, but the technology has just made it easier for us to separate. Word. So I'm, I'm so yeah, what I'm so asking. So it's not yeah, uniting people. It's just made our group like now instead of oh I found. 
10,000 people that think exactly like me instead of before it was just the 10 people in my neighborhood. For example, so now I can connect. We're not really changing anything. I can ignore anything. all the people in my neighborhood. We're, we're not talking to white supremacists. We're but not talking is, to people that... This is what I'm saying that... to you, right? Wouldn't you love for everyone to have like a power uh, uh, electric car, right? Or a car with renewable energy, right? Yeah. Solar you, you would love for it to be a thing. Yeah. You would love for it to yeah. be a thing. It has never needed to be a thing because why? We were cool with using fossil fuels. Even though we knew fossil fuels would run out at some point because that's exactly what fossil fuels are. Yeah, but we've been having this debate... But it for, shouldn't be for, a debate. For, the only reason it shouldn't be, yeah. But I'm saying the it only should, reason it's a debate. We don't live on planet should. We live on planet Earth. The exactly. Like, like should is thrown out the w- no, window. No, but should. But there should, is no should. But you should though, because this this is what I'm saying. This there is. Man, I would love to work with you guys for like. Yeah. Next time, I, next should, time I'm on thirty. Should is a fictional word. It's not though. Be, because you'll that'll just make you want to eat your face off when no. you start throwing around the word should. Because we yeah. should like, like this I shouldn't, we shouldn't I we shouldn't believe. be talking about Martin Luther King because he never should have existed in the first place. No, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But you could also say that like yeah. this is what I'm saying. I shouldn't should. go to jail for having small amounts of weed. Yeah, yeah. we well, shouldn't be enslaved. Yeah, while the cop walked past a white woman smoking weed through yeah. a bowl. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I'm not afraid of those intellectual conversations like shit we shouldn't be asleep these are all conversations that started right yeah so the idea that like you can't have a conversation about it because things are the way they are no. things are the way they are right now doesn't mean that like today or tomorrow the things don't change what i'm saying to you is, is that the reason that like these things existed and these things have never been like these things have never been worked out or kinked out it's because they never needed to because the people in power they don't have no well, need for them. yeah well that's where the word should that things need to change not because the way they should be it's the way they need to be Talk, right, so it, you're, you're talking about like a difference in the, the language we should use, not it, use. but, <laughs> but <laughs> things things need like there's no if ands or buts. Like things need to be a certain way, and we're okay with having conversations about the same things a hundred years later because we really don't. I mean, when it comes deep down to it, no one really wants to sacrifice and take an L that it's going to take to really change this country. Word. Yeah, because you know what? We're all happy with our world being reduced to a three and a half inch by six inch screen. Word. And as long as we can get this subscriptions for cheap and we can feel connected and we can like Wesley Lowry and, you know, we can like some, uh, 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 you know, really popular lesbian um, author and all this other stuff and make ourselves these likes these retweets that make us feel good about ourselves, then, then we're cool. We're doing our, our social justice. I'm aspect. saying that it's okay to talk about shit and it's okay to talk about need. I believe that they are the same thing. Not all the but, time, but sometimes. And what I'm saying to you is that like when we talk about shit and we talk about need, it's okay to say that like things should be this way mm-hmm. and we won't be able to get there. And it's sad for this particular instance. So let's study this and let's transmit this and let again let's. The study's let's already this. there. There aren't it's any not, more numbers. Though, not always. Why, There's why, aren't, why, there aren't me, any me, more numbers. The is, proof though. is already. We're let, still. Let, let, seeking, your boy, let your boy dog interject for a second. Well, no, we're we're already We've been fired up for. We're already seeking numbers for stuff we already know. Like we already know all the stuff we're seeking, stuff we already have the answers to. Don't, but we like we need more validation to validate the stuff we already need to know what we need to fight for. How would you like, for example? I I, want to talk about this, right? We should, and we need reparations. Mm -hmm. We should, and we need it. The only problem is, what does that look like? 
no one knows no one on either side and it's a conversation that needs to happen okay and what i'm saying to you is that just because we're like studying it or just because we're like just because there is no direct answer or there's mm. no way to study it doesn't mean that we should not be having this conversation yeah okay well what we want to talk about reparate we haven't even handled uh, uh the major high school in germantown being closed but we want to talk we want to go from the conversation of we can't even give poor people a decent like a slight like a, a, an average education but we're like like we're already on to talking about reparations while they're closing our high schools the worst yeah. public schools are in our city and we're talking about this other stuff yeah. and and we're talking about reparations we can't even get our kids as not a core a, a eighth of a percent decent kindergarten class word so we haven't even figured that out when we are we don't need statistics that's what the reparations we don't in florida need, like we ruined all of your lives here's a little check for uh but it's not it's not even a check but like for example right in the same way that you're saying that like when you talk to a, a white dude and a white dude is like yo um you know uh white white dudes get pulled over by the cops too it's a thank you yes absolutely right so when you take we're telling me that like kids in Germantown don't have a good education across the board across the board you're saying that kids who are poor who are below the poverty line do not have a good good education across the board and then adding the layer of race and systemic systemic racism that has allowed for people of color to like not have privileges that white people who are poor can just transition to cool stepping on that and stepping on that but on studying these things or saying that like in this type of way that we should engage in a way that is allowed to study the best way to statistically talk about or systemically talk about how to give people more resources, how to answer questions about both things. This well, is in the same way. And America, when will the information stop and you'll ha we'll have enough to actually stop. do stuff? It will never stop. I know, stop. but I'm saying we, we just, oh, you're we just need more action. information. Once we get the information, we'll be able to take action. You're talking when, about when does the, the information No. When you does to, the you action You have to be able to start? do both at the same time. We, we should be able to, but we can't. We we need wait, to. Uh, wait a second. We have we to figure this to. out. That's what they want us to do. They're sitting here they want like Pavlov's dogs waiting for the next statistic. And I'm saying that on this side. Oh, we can't act yet. We're a week away. But this is what I'm saying. But again, you're talking about privilege uh, that's what i'm saying it's, to not, you. it's not privilege no no, no 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 i'm saying the ability to the ability to stall the ability to wait the ability to not let it affect you these are things that happen with privilege these yeah. are things that happen with people who it doesn't affect but i'm saying on the side of what it always is which is the people who are oppressed the people who are marginalized mm -hmm. it is always not a should is a should and a need and well, what it is like and then that's what i'm saying yeah. and so when you conceptualize it when you dream about it it becomes a this is what it should look like and this is what it needs to look like and then you have to bring that force of you need to do this or there will be chaos or there will be repercussions or there will be fallout on your end and what i'm saying to you is that like the information will always and that's another thing of privilege is like when, when were the statistics of what happens to black men at a certain age they've been around for forever what happens to kids in foster care when they age out What's the likelihood of women that are in foster care? Their but sexual it will abuse always, rate. The information what, what, will always are, be there. But we didn't change anything. Women are still getting raped 
that are in a foster care system well, at an alarming rate. I think we're Black talking men about are still, and, and we have all the statistics. We have all the data. But we have, people, and we're but people still were, but ben, studying don't always, on weight guides. We're acting. We're going to tell you. We're waiting on people with the information to tell us how we need to act and people, behave with these ben, statistics ben, instead of ben. taking the action ourselves but once you People take action you need to also see what happens after we have all the numbers we've had it for centuries no we no don't. people have been living in ignorance and even the people who have been trying to get this information have not had the resources so or when's the it gonna stop to figure it out. Who, who's gonna have that magic number who's gonna drop that magic Your nugget at some point but again and then, this is what i'm saying to do it's already again, out there we're lazy but you'll still be waiting we for don't, a number zero we don't want to admit you'll still be waiting for the number zero right don't care about That's people a, black people White people, all the people do you not think it comes down care to laziness, man? enough to actually make the change. If change involved us losing our cell that, phone and, and Verizon, I don't agree with that. If bro. change involved on, Comcast having to be shut down and all these major companies being shut down, we would not give up our phones. White, black, whoever, the this majority to you, would not give it up. But this is this. Is, I feel like that's such a. I feel like that's a lazy answer, and that's an answer that blames yeah. more of like an age or a culture then what no the it's all of us I'm, it's not an age thing. no but what i'm saying to you is before all these things existed there's always been a conversation about this like for example and it hasn't your gener- no but your your generation when it was like oh y'all y'all got hip-hop if if you would only give up hip-hop and hip-hop culture y'all would be free if y'all mm. if y'all would pull up y'all pants y'all would be free if y'all stop doing this this riffraff y'all would be free y'all would have all the things y'all need there's always been that conversation and it's never been true it's never been true, and the yeah, only way we found now, that now you're giving you're 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 giving the information that Mitch McConnell was giving us that things need to change. Word, but this is what yeah. I'm saying to you: those things have never been true. You know how we know they aren't true? Because statistically speaking, like these but, things have never happened. And not only this is what I'm saying to you: there's a difference between within saying, okay, you're saying that this will happen, let's study mm-hmm. it, versus you're saying this will happen and then you're 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 you're, you're studying. You're studying how these things happen. Like these are they're two different they're two different yeah, factors I, of existence. I, and what you, I'm saying you know, to you is numbers yeah, will never I, stop. I mean, information yeah. will never stop. I, I guess we have the information on girls that are placed in foster yeah, care think, getting uh, raped and we have those statistics for decades. I mean, I have them from when I was in there. My foster mom has them. People have had them and they're still getting you, raped at alarming rate. Think, Word, uh, but how do you yeah. think people are, are stopping it happening? We're, we're for still example, waiting. right? I guess for, we're doing the studies wait, 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 on wait, how wait. to stop girls. For example, for example, right? For example, right? On, on, a, on a real factor because I want to I want to also bring up this like weird like tidbit about this this one thing and about human trafficking right so you got Aston Kutcher right yeah, he made a Robert, whole app. you got Robert Kraft no 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 listen no 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 I'm not, I'm saying uh, Aston, Aston Kutcher is fighting Aston Kutcher made a whole app using information and data to stop three um, what is it? it was not three it was thirty thousand incidents of human trafficking and so when you say that like all these things of information aren't useful I, i'm not saying that and, and maybe you're not saying i, they I never useful. said they're that not they're not useful. useful what i'm saying is, is like the data will always be there there will be people to study mm. the data but what it needs to be is the people who are there and who are willing to match the data with action in the same mm. way that there's always a james baldwin so we need there's a, a james that, whoa, 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 wait, more no we need, a, we oh. need you need people who can also make the move who conceptualize the data and conceptualize the intellect and also who can create the culture for people who are laymans to understand that co- concept but what it needs to happen is it can't happen I, in a vacuum i think this is what our society just being relied upon people like it makes us all dogs 
Like we're all just but waiting no. for the drop. No, wait, 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 wait. Let me step in, but because this, this is where I come in and I say this is seems to me like a tactic that people with power would love to distract the middle, yeah. lower, and working class. Where like it, it makes it seem like we're the ones solely responsible for this system that we can't control, and it's so on me and you to change the world when really. We don't have we don't have the necessary power to make any real changes. Even if we want to elect someone in our local government, it takes us to jump through so many hoops to sacrifice so many hours out of our day when it's people who could just write a check or make a phone call and a, and a move and a move can be made. I think, of course, the community as a whole need to get better, and we all do need to try harder. But I, you know, I don't think that we're lazy. I think not just. The people that I know, like you two guys, and the people that we work with, and you know that we love and we're friends with, there are a lot of people out here, not just speaking, they are acting. But I think I think it comes from a system of power where it's like if you don't have the resources, if you are if you are not influential enough, and whether it be with business or in your community or anything, to just say stuff and people act on it, then you you'll just be an, another voice that that's and too, also that's too low for people to hear. And also culturally, bro, it's like. And this is one of those things where I was... You passed my phone. <clears throat> culturally, it's also one of those things, too, where it's, like, in terms of, like, culture, what it is to be us, like, we... There's still people getting to the... Being the first black blank. Being the first black blank of whatever statistical um, company or, or organization or whatever. Being the first one to be able to study criminology in this platform or this blank. And that creates power like that creates influence that creates that creates the, the, the dissolvement of power in certain um influence influences of white supremacy or oppression and so when you have like people who are like literally in terms of like our identity which is like being black black folks from like inner city and impoverished neighborhoods these are like still situations where people they have not seen us in their workforce yet or in their like study yet or their field yet like and you know that in terms of like what it is to be like you know a black teacher there's still like hella like black like black male teachers are still this statistical like phenomenon that aren't available to every person like and what i'm saying to use is like with that in mind you really have to realize that like one statistics have always been there and yes we've always had data and, and had but, information about it yes but not always have people have used that data or given that data to people that but now we'll use it because we got phones and technology to no, do something i'm with saying it. that like now people have more opportunity and like what i'm saying to you is people aren't How lazy do, people, people are have less opportunity now before in gm employees were making more money and the top earner that in management was making about 25 grand more than them and I'm now saying, it's like a million dollar spread people ha- i'm saying more i'm not saying opportunity less. in the in american way i'm saying opportunity in the way of like the the field of what it is to like build on the work that was here before us all activists and i consider you in part of this part yeah. of this group we have been doing work you've been doing it you employ hella folks and you you also do hella work in, in germantown but yeah. what i'm saying to you is, is like there has to be an, a recognition that like one we are we are still us as like the experiences that we have yeah. we are still walking into certain rooms you you know this too you'll walk into a room full of white people and you think that those white people think that you the same type of white person that they are and yeah. you're like no i don't like y'all, any of y'all <laughs> but i'm just saying let, let's just take the black part out of it Word. right so we like like black people it's obvious you're black you can't <laughs> 
Like you can go into a job interview. I'm Dominican. Like like if you're gay, you don't have (laughs) you don't have to be gay in a job. You can be Afro Latino. You're you're like you're like black. If you're gay, you don't have to be gay in a job interview. You don't have to be all these other things. So let's just take all the black and all the things, and let's just take women, right? So we have the statistics of just women, black, white, whatever. Um, There's like a 23 percent chance of my daughter getting sexually assaulted in college now you need to go to college supposedly to get ahead in life so but the most dangerous place for me as a father to send my daughter is to college so we've had that statistics for how long they've been talking about in the hip-hop angela day all these women for decades have been talking about the statistic and like like the the issues that women have in these getting raped getting beaten spousal abuse um, you know, the police not doing anything, the man coming back and killing them and all this stuff and things still aren't with all that information. Like, and, and, and you know, there, there are statistics and there are stuff, but we do have the data for a lot of this stuff. And it would probably be higher if more rape cases were reported, but we still, with this information, women are still getting raped at an alarming rate. They're still getting murdered by their partners like this stuff is still happening Word. and i just don't have faith that more information um is going to help so what happens what hap- when, but I- wait 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 what happens when people stop studying it bro and then there's the conversation well this this doesn't happen anymore because there's no one reporting it no, no we'll just keep studying it and more statistics but what no no, no but i'm saying what yeah. happens again i'm saying what happens in your mind was like, well, there's no need for it. We already have all the information. What happens when it's like five years go by and no one studies it? And no uh-huh. one says this has been happening consistently. Because this is well, the thing what I'm yeah. saying to you. And, I, I'll, and I'll, I'll put yeah. this for James Baldwin. James Baldwin spent his whole career not, not being part of the movements that he believed in. Just literally just studying them, reporting on them. Mm-hmm. Because there was the, a need for it. Yeah. Like And one, like you, not all the time, like, what I'm saying to you is like in terms of like the revolution there's many many parts of the revolution of protecting everyone and everyone like you said no matter what the race no matter what the ethnicity even based on the marginalized things that have like gender what I'm saying to you is is that there will be people yes who will just hoard themselves with information who have no allegiance to it who have no cultural background to understand it who literally just sit inside a room and take data yes but then there will be people who again will have access to that data to make the cases that these people who only have the skill set and the tool to study and report this data and don't have the skill set to use it to make enforcement and change inside community and culture, those people will match up with those people. And that's what we call movement. That's what we call a movement. Yeah. And what I'm saying to you is, is like, God forbid that one day we stop having statistics about sexual assault across the board god forbid that we stop having people yeah. who are talented enough to be statistical to, to be statistical scientists and arithmetic and to arithmetic based activists to study my problem isn't the statistics i think you're like i think the statistics and the information is great i'm just saying i have very little faith in the and people. people i mean people won't leave their house for an hour meeting uh, to help uh mothers with that, that are broke with kids, like, but, like I mean, the people don't really care. But that's what I'm saying. Revolution is revolution so it doesn't changed, matter. The though, numbers bro. don't matter. Are you? No, you think it does. But when you try to get them people to vote for judges that are you know 
um, that would look differently towards women and possibly rape people, um, uh, looking at uh, judges differently on cash bail and all this stuff. Despite all this information and despite these kids and despite these adults armed and have all the judges right there and all that stuff, they don't care enough to look to see who to vote for. But you're like, also... They don't, this like, is what I'm saying to you. Like I don't. The, the people that are informed about the statistics are already the ones that are doing the thing and are already doing it. The people, like the information and all the this new information isn't helping change people. It's just know. helping the same people in the same circle doing the same thing, which isn't enough to stop women from you getting raped gotta, in college. This is what I'm saying to you. Also, or to end cash bail. This is what I'm saying to you. Around you, the country. You also just, like, you gave a point about... Um, <clears throat> education, right? You gave a point about just in Germantown, our educational system was like ripped from under us, and no one cared about it, right? So with that in mind, so when you talk about like people not being able to care, people aren't able to like dissect information in the way that other people can because of education. Do you want to know what people in Lancaster think about black kids in Philly? But and the, I've had, wait, the, I've had this. I, this is what we're going against. I've had this conversation. But I'm times. saying those black things have always kids, happened. Why would they vote? And put waste their vote on helping black kids in Philadelphia when they're not going to do anything with but it. Listen, what I'm saying they to you: need why to keep it, it in a community where talking, people can flourish? But you're now talking about movements who are saying, "Why does my why does my life can need to be considered, or why does my life being being valued in a way that it matters what white people in Lancaster think about me?" It that's doesn't. What, but this one, but this what I'm saying yeah. to you. That's now that's the question. Now that's the question. But in terms of like what it happens with revolution now, I'm not afraid of revolution being digitized or people having a digital life that allows for revolution to happen. My favorite thing about what happened in um not my favorite thing, but excuse me. My the thing that gave me the most hope is something that a lot of my favorite people mentioned about what happened in um Flint. And in um <clears throat> in Flint and um oh jeez. Puerto Rico? No, 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 no. No, um, oh, jeez, um, it's it's totally escaping me right now. Um, uh, Mike Brown, Mike Brown is from Ferguson. Ferguson, Ferguson. Ferguson. There you go. I'm sorry. I don't know why Flint came into my head. I was, oh, Flint. Oh, yeah. It's the Maybe it's because they still don't have water. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, well, also with Flint. But in terms of people in Flint getting messages over Twitter about how to clean water, right? Yeah. Or people in Ferguson getting messages about how to like clean their eyes from tear gas from people who are in Palestine. Yeah. Like. Those are the things that were happening. And these Yo, didn't require people to leave their house. I this, saw something crazy about, because so, some information got out about how to stop uh, tear gas. Apparently, you could just, now protesters are carrying jugs of water. Second they see it, you could douse it for a second and then throw it back. And then, like, if you don't put that too much water on it, the tear gas will come back out. Word. And they're like, or people they're getting back at cops. Or people in Sudan being able to report to their families, report the news. So people were know because they shut off the they shut off the uh, the mobile coverage. Yeah. So people were allowed to like those are the things that are also happening. Like those are the things that are naturally happening. I'm not worried about data or too much information. I'm not worried about people in power using or hoarding information. The idea is now that they can't. They can't. And what I need yeah. now is for uh, more people to know one 
how to educate themselves and have resources for that that's what the internet provides and again it requires this thing that requires movement requires intent and it also requires time and if we're aware that in an educational system that america has is not going to allow people who are oppressed to have the best education because if we did have the best education we'd be more we would be faster at over um over <clears throat> usurping our oppressors i'm aware of that and i'm good on time and, and and as people who are oppressed we don't always have time but we're working on all these things too but if anything has taught me about the ancestors that came before us the people who came before us the activists that came before us the movements that became before us is that we're going to continue to build on what happened and we're going to continue to build towards a future that allows us to like get somewhere better because all we have to lose again is our change yeah no i, I hear you. you know what i'm saying so like i'm what i'm saying to you is like i understand what you're saying is about putting putting the putting the muscle with the brain and getting the revolution done mm-hmm. i understand that what i'm saying yeah. to you is i, I call, really I call really, the arms man no i mean i like it i, I, I really believe me, that no like, one, like i want it to happen tomorrow i'll I'm set, you I'll set my house i'll set the whole german you gotta be patient bro you gotta you be know, patient but, bro. but by then like they're they're just gonna keep coming up with new ways to distract us to but, distract us and, but the best thing for you to do is to not say they like screw it is to like to learn i, I don't i don't say screw it you know what i'm saying it's Gonna, you know what I mean? I don't, but everyone else is. Everyone is going to stall. This is yeah. They're always going to stall like, the revolution. Like, like, we're preaching to the choir, the people that listen to this hippie station. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the people that listen yeah. to our podcast, you know, yeah. they're all woke. We're all snapping, and we all love each other, and, like, like black people, white people, like, all this stuff. It's all great. But what I'm saying is, is this stuff, despite the information, like, I just, I'm just not optimistic enough to think that something that took like power that is always through through such evil hatred violence and and just ultimate the worst brutality of humanity has gotten this power i i'm just like i just don't think the internet and statistics and information is going to be enough to get that power back oh it's not yeah that that's all I'm, that's what I'm saying. And us people and getting but it's that a tool. and retweet it, it is a tool. But we're gonna need more. Like we're gonna need people. Like like the electric's gonna be shut off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like there's not gonna be electric. There's gonna be people leaving in their Range Rovers and like we gotta get out of here. Like things are gonna be upside down. Yeah. Like Comcast, these big companies won't be able to to survive in an area where people white black poverty like like well, poverty solar power poverty is hard on everybody i grew up in poverty i grew up like it's hard for everyone and if everyone just got and got and, yeah. and had this inability to live in certain conditions and once that happens like the people aren't gonna give it up they won't even these people aren't giving up seven twenty-five an hour. It's a fight to make more than to yeah, to yeah. give people more than seven twenty. They are they are getting people that make get? seven twenty-five an get hour. Five roommates, yeah. Like like rich people are getting people that make seven twenty-five an hour, being like, yeah, I do deserve this. I should have done more with my life. You know yeah. what I mean? And they're out voting for Trump. Like, I am a loser. I'm a scumbag. If I didn't do this, I would be making more than that. My dad and made a bunch of money. That's how good these people are. 
Yeah, man. You know what I mean? It's classic <laughs> manipulation yeah. on a large scale. It's not one it, person it's crazy. thinking like it. They it's got insane. millions of people on the, in this country thinking that they're not worthy of a living wage. The ba- the basic needs. It's like if you even just add up the bills, the basic bills you need just to mm. get to work. It's like I, I I'm in the negative. Yeah. Not to mention feeding yourself and clothing yourself, having any type of family or social life. It's all gone. They they want us to be in prison but out, outside of those walls except the fact that we have instagram and be like that's good i mean i don't know first of all you shouldn't even have a phone capable of instagram because that's that's an extreme luxury yeah <laughs> to have a phone did that gets see, to have a phone s- that gets you service <clears throat> in most parts of the city did you see the the thing that mcdonald's posted about they they posted a budget that if you work full time at McDonald's, yeah, and in the budget they had you with another job, yeah, with another job. It was like, first of all, I, clearly, if you work here, you need two other jobs <laughs> to be able to stay alive. But you supposed to be working full time to stay alive. It's like there's a, there's a big narrative Yo, narrative if, with like if poor people are are inherently lazy and they they don't want to work. But the some of the, the poorest people in this country are working multiple jobs just to not not be on the street, and some of them are still on the street. Some of them are sleeping in beds, uh, bedrooms, five, six people still. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. I mean, not eating right, not eating right, not eating three meals a day because like this is well, yeah, people are probably eating three meals. Uh, yeah, like I'd spend four dollars on a Chinese platter. Yeah. In like That's 1994, and I'd feel guilty the whole time eating it. Like, yeah. oh, you know, you're gonna regret this. Yeah, you don't. You know, you, you cast your check, an and you got Chinese food. Took that little, like, like you're already. You I'm already yeah. like, all right, well, I'm just gonna eat ramen this noodles one time, Monday, yo. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Instead of you know, I'm mean, I mean? not dead yet from the four days of ramen noodles. Dude, that's all I could. I, <laughs> I, I, I was working at the Spaghetti Warehouse. I mean, four, like, I oh, mean, yeah, four yeah, fifty yeah, an hour. Yeah. So listen to this. Listen to this. Right. Oh yeah, let's hear this. Let's hear this. So your monthly expenses, right? It's a hundred dollars for your monthly expenses. It's six hundred dollars for your rent. Yep. One fifty for your car payment. Yep. One hundred dollars for your car insurance. Twenty dollars for health insurance. Fifty dollars for heating. A hundred dollars for cable. Twenty dollars for health insurance. Is McDonald's. <laughs> well, if you're if, no, but if you're low income. Then you get a better deal on a hundred dollars on cable and phone. Electric is ninety dollars. Other is a hundred dollars. Which it comes out to a thousand three hundred and ten. It's assumed that you are working two jobs. <laughs> yeah, you're working another <laughs> that pays you fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah. Okay. It. <laughs> If you miss those payments, by the way, with the healthcare act, you get a fine at the end of the year. And if you didn't start working for McDonald's until halfway through the year, because I think you need to have at least at least half the year paid off, or like you can't miss more than three months at a time, listen, you're going to eat this, that fine. You're going to get fined three thousand dollars. Listen to this though: the health insurance or, line item may be the most absurd, as the video points out. It is twenty dollars for band aids. And nine aspirin a month. The average national health insurance premium for individuals is two hundred and fifteen dollars per month. But as far back as two thousand and ten, even McDonald's own plan for its workers costs fourteen dollars a week. Damn. We live in a weird world, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's really a weird world. It's like the only America's the only place where like people do, they not only do they not feel sorry for people who are like obviously doing really bad and like down in their luck. Yeah. They are like, 
happy like they're like the rules are the rules it's like who do you think made these rules it doesn't it's include do child care groceries clothing and gas <laughs> for the workers car it's like it's like oh well mcdonald's mcdonald's it's not mcdonald's responsibility to take care of these people it's like they're they don't have the human de- they don't have the common decency to make sure that the employees like don't have to get three jobs to it's like you can say that i'm a scumbag but it's like how am i even supposed to go to school go to college how am I supposed to sign myself up for thirty thousand dollars worth of debt if I don't even ha- I have to work a second job just to get by? Well, I... Oh my god, <laughs> you can't even do it. Like you, like it. It's preposterous to me to think. Like, like I don't see. I, I honestly, I'm hoping. I'm a pretty nonviolent person, except for when I want to not be nonviolent. Yeah, but. <laughs> It's hard for me to imagine just from interacting with so many people, the, the, the way people talk that have nothing, that are being abused by this system, that are going out and getting a ple- completely annihilated and still supporting. It's like, I'm not a communist. <laughs> I'm like, dude, yeah, right, in, right in middle... Room. Right in middle of your wife being pregnant, they're like, you can't come to this hospital anymore. You have to go somewhere else. Blah, blah, blah. You moved. So since you moved, you have to refill out all this paperwork. You're about to have a baby in two weeks, by the way. Then we'll figure out a place for you to go. You have to switch hospitals. Oh, and you have asthma. Your kid has this. All this other stuff. You need all these other tests. And then... Um, like you can't get your teeth fixed. You can't get anything done on yourself. Oh, because now, um, now you're coming to me and wanting to make a certain amount of money. Oh, okay, cool. Here you go. Oh, now you don't qualify. Now your asthma medication costs $250 a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your premium just skyrocketed, my man. So now making $20 an hour just made it the same as you making $10 an hour. Yeah. Or eight dollars except an hour. now like you know and, and now you're coming to me about it, it this isn't fair blah, blah, blah. i don't understand how this i'm like dude this is what you like this is what you wanted yeah what do you want you want me to kind of like i don't understand what you're asking yeah, me man. to like this is you're like you're all into capitalism yeah like that's not your your problem is not my problem you're providing me a service after those forty hours, after those forty hours, I don't you care, somebody. You know what I mean? It's like meanwhile, what? meanwhile, don't forget to take a half hour, half yeah. hour off for lunch. So then you still won't technically be yeah. full time. I'm like, and I'm, I won't have to pay you specific benefits. You know I'm I mean? the one that loves AOC. You yeah. love Trump. Like I'm yeah. going to treat you like Trump. And, yeah. and unless do you want me to treat you like a crying liberal, little crybaby yeah. boy, you want to get cry? paid? You want, yeah, oh, oh, honey, I need money for my insurance. I need help. Like, uh, dude, get your bootstraps. Yeah, pick put yourself them up. Off, yeah, pick pick them up. I think that's the whole point of bootstraps is to pick yourself pick up. Pick yourself by them up, dude. Why are you and launch yourself yeah. into uh, the upper middle class, which is what they act like is you know. Oh wait, oh you need what? You need some help? But you need you, time off? Actually, there's no more. We're out of that. Yeah. It's like a Jamaican restaurant. You, you no know more. how much money you make? I mean, I have that. And you need more. I mean, I have vacation days. But we you, need vacation for. You're against mm-hmm. people making fifteen dollars an hour. You're making this much, and you can't even. Look. Why are you crying? Like, the, like the, well, outside, outside of statistics, when you use <laughs> people's own life as an example, yeah, yeah. it's really you funny. Be like, dude, yeah. like, and now they're don't like, "Don't just sign your son off a T-ball, eh?" 
now they're like. Then I got stick. Now I get messages from Once this I guy. Try to I'm for the Universal. Again. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. like, oh, I'm for Universal Healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. These conversations. I'm yeah. And, and that. We're in a weird spot in this country. Yeah, it's just like no one can make because once you just use logic and yeah. just sit down for ten just minutes talk, yeah. in my office, I'm like, dude, all, all I want, I don't really care. I'm good. You yeah. know what I mean? But I just don't want to see you walking around with your teeth like that. Yeah, like that's why I like AOC. Like, like that's why I like the people I like, and I'm trying to get people in the courts to you help. Want people to take help care of you. themselves. Yeah, take care of yourself. You know what man. I mean? Like, like I, I messed up. I Yo, my, my man, why you I down my own like teeth that? out? You pulled your own teeth out? Yeah. You are. Yeah. I tried to pull this one out when I was a kid. Dude, Oddly enough, I lost it to a piece of oxtail. We were watching a, we were watching a movie. I'm so glad we're on a lighter note now, man. You guys were too fired up earlier. Yo, we, shout out to Jordan. Go ahead. We were watching a movie. And I got a pair of needle nose. Uh, oh my god! No, you didn't. Because it was yeah, and I put it on there, uh, and uh, I got up, and I tightened it on. I went, bam! And I punched, punched it, it and ripped it right out. Did it hurt? I came back and, and Beth and the kids are on the couch. Like, what happened? And I like had the tooth. I was like, yeah, I just pulled my tooth out. Wait, when was this? Like a, a year or two ago. That is really gross, man. That's not cool. You can't just be doing that. <laughs> like, you like damage to your gums. It like yeah. hurt, but it was you like broke a tooth off of your mouth. There's probably a shard of that thing no. up there. No, it's there's clean definitely that. no. There's something. There might in there. be. Who cares? There's definitely a. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll be. <laughs> I'm gonna die when I die. <laughs> Why are you gonna die with a shard of tooth? It can really your mouth if your mouth gets infected in almost any way. It's like almost a death sentence because it's the closest thing to your brain. Yeah, but you can feel it, and then you take antibiotics. <laughs> okay, you can feel. Yeah, you can feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's you. You wonder you're what's right. bad. You're right. You're right. People you feel the anti the bacteria, and then they take the pain meds, yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. die. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it covers the you're pain, right. but they don't take care of the Canada, infection. Get some Canada Dry. Get some hot, not hot tea, just a cup of hot water. Uh huh. You know. Spritz a little lemon in there. Drink that. Knock it back. Ooh. Drink your Canada Dry. You'll be fine, man. <laughs> no, Take I'm your saying, antibiotics. It's real also quick. eleven, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're about to get. You guys got shoutouts? Thanks for coming on, Vic. Are you gonna be coming on more? I'll try. Come it's on, come on. What are you doing try, on Thursdays now? Tom, it's eleven o'clock. All right, I work at Tom, you know, this construction got, company now. So yeah, you know, working at school. I be doing hard labor. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I thought I was gonna be doing some Vic. carpentry stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, oh wait, oh wait, you don't even know, son. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know, man. <laughs> ah, you don't even know yet. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> wait till yeah. me. Wait till all of us say. Wait good. till all of us say, job. Vic looks at me like, Yo, can you help me with this door? And I'm like, help you with that door, my man. Huh? That's I'm. It's above me. That is not part of my. That is not. I'm. Wait, what happened? When I got when you need help lifting the door up like three flights of stairs and stuff, yo, sweet dog, help me out. It's above me, sir. That's not my job. What? I love you though. Peace and blessings. <laughs> 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 now when Vic comes through on a, it's it's a hundred and two degrees. He's like, yo, can y'all help me with the? I'm, yeah. Yeah, I can't. I got. Well, you're a plumber. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But when you see homies, you want the homies. Up. Dante's yeah, like that. You. Dante's like, yo, can you help me with these boards real quick? Yo, die. I'm not. No. Yeah. You first of all, you parked all the way across the street. There's a spot right in front of the mm-hmm. house. You know, you I, parked on Oxford so you can get a so you can get a black and mild. You could talk to the uh, guys in the carpenters union about me when I was in the laborers union. Oh yeah. Yeah, they only needed one of me. Oh, I carried everything. I was a horse. Yeah, and then I got into construction. I carried sand. I carried bricks. 
I carried the For wood like two years. Up, <laughs> up to the roof. I carried the carpenter's tools up. Uh, you yeah, said you and, wanted to apprentice. And buckets and stuff. <laughs> I get, it gets easier. It yeah. is going to be nice when you know you start putting in some windows, you know what I mean? Yeah. Start doing some framing. See. Frame is fun. Yeah, they just want to go right to whittling wood spoons out of. <laughs> out of yeah, out he's of, like, like, I'm watching some woodworking yeah, videos. I, I want to make a baseball bat. I thought I was going to be making hickory salad spoons. Yeah. Well, that 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 Don't like, make yeah. fun of me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm living in New Zealand making, yeah. <laughs> making spoons. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah. That actually is pretty sick. I will love to make um, yeah. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Jordan. He Remember, he called in last week. Oh, yeah. He was just messaging me on Instagram. He was saying kudos to you for going off. He's saying what's up to Vic. I don't think he's really heard uh, Vic on the show before. Uh, shout out to Apple. Thank you for the extra pair of AirPods. Yo, you can't say it, man. You can get knots. Yo, come yo, get me. Yo, come get, get me, son. Yo, I'm out here. I'm going to be using them. They're, they're going to get some really I'm, obnoxious white cop from the 14th <laughs> to shoot you. Breaking the law. Like, I mean, oh, yeah, he's I mean, just rubbing it in. Listen, bro. He's like Reuben Carter. He's I'm just sitting TM, there rubbing yeah, it in. I'm and TM, he got bro. Those he's going to he gonna have to catch me. And if he... And if you get too close, I might bust one back, bro. I got 380 in the boot. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's your boy, I, Sweet Dog, Dirt Dog, Skate Dog, <laughs> Father, the Gingerbread Man, Dr. Seymour Hose, the Black Fraser Crane, Dr. Fraser Gay, Happy Pride Month, uh, Iceman, Joel and Scheme, Ben Bimmons, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Cutter. Yeah, you know I mean, let me borrow your car while you go to work, ma. I just gotta make it run real quick. I'll be back. I mean. Also, let me get forty dollars for studio time. Yo, this mister let me get sixty dollars for studio time. I'm about to drop off. Yeah. About to drop the EP, yo. Yeah, this is Waffle House, <laughs> aka Vinyl Richie, aka Benny Pendergrass, aka Statistically Speaking, <laughs> <laughs> aka get get off your phone. Yeah. And do something. Yeah, do your shit. You shot. know what I mean? Oh, you're talking about for folks. Okay. Just do something. Yeah. Set something on fire. If I see yeah. a burning car, I'm happy. You yeah. know what I mean? It shows there's progress happening. You <laughs> okay. know what I mean? It's also, just like, shout out to the debates. I don't know who's debating. Yeah, what, yeah Bernie and Bernie. Kamala. and I don't like Kamala, man. Yeah, I can't. We need those black men in prison. Yeah, peace and blessings. It's above me. <laughs> peace and blessings. It's above me now. This is yeah. better than I, I'm good, love, and joy. Oh, yeah, it's AKA back me. on my dean. Now me back on my dean, baby. Shout out to saying. Oh, somebody's calling. Who's that? It's probably someone talking. Oh, about. yeah. Uh, should we answer that real quick? We got a second. Answer that, answer that real quick. Tom's going to cut us yeah, off. Tom will be all right. It'd be crazy if it is Tom. Like, you guys got it. Year. Year. Hey, it's G Town Radio, baby. Is this Jordan? Yeah, dog. Hey. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, dog? Dog, no, what's going on? Peace and blessings to y'all. Hey. What's going on? Right we're, we're, now, I've been listening to y'all. Y'all great. Thanks, man. You got to come on the show. Yeah, he, I'm coming through. Yeah, I was just messaging him about that. Through. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's going to come on the show one of, the, one of these weeks. Yeah, he's got work, man. The struggle's yeah, real. Yeah, he be man. working on Thursdays. Yeah. My man be out getting to that chicken, you know what I mean? <laughs> getting to that chicken. But, yo, man, you got any shout-outs? Because we're about to sign. We, we got to leave. You got any shout-outs? You want shout out somebody? y'all. Respect. Yeah, we, thanks. For 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 Germantown Radio. Yeah, we got a white uh, dude with dreads trying to cut us off. Unplug out the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Matrix, yeah. And it's about being a leader and motivating each other and being covered by the blood. Amen. All right, man. Jordan Jet. For, Jet, for, for real, man. 
I'm going to shout you on the gram, bro. Much respect, man. Really? Yeah, we're putting on some big crit next week. <laughs> For sure. All right, bro. All right, Stay all right. up, man. Be safe, yo. All right, peace. That's my man. All right, all right well, we're getting out of yo, here. Yo, have a safe week. My head, my head's sweating from the... Yo, and uh, Jeff Wicklin driving his kids out to Minnesota for 19 hours by himself. Have a safe trip. For real? Ooh, ooh, ooh. 19 hours. Minnesota? Minnesota. Damn. Yeah, I've been sitting here. I've been all into making playlists and making photo albums on uh, with the iPhone lately.